Welcome to Get Off the Mic, a hockey podcast by hockey nerds for hockey nerds. Brought to you by the writers from GetOffTheIce.com. Welcome to Get Off the Mic, the game show where everything's made up and the people don't matter. I'm your host that has it all, mispronounced words, wrong divisions, as many ums as you could possibly want, and a passion for embarrassing our contestants. Standing at six foot one width-wise, I'm Mac. Now let's introduce the players for today's episode. Hailing that is place from a place, sorry, that is known for having a deep river. He's got hair, he's got swag, and he sleeps with a sun's flag. That's Mr. Keith. And rounding out our playing court today. He's lean, he's mean, and he bleeds blue, not for his Leafs fandom, but simply because not enough oxygen oxygen gets to his veins. The human mirror himself, Mr. Steve. Hello. That, Hello, that was quite the intro. I'm going to go with that's one of my favorites. Thank yeah, you. that was good. Yeah, I thought I thought I I, I was kind of happy with it. I should probably see a doctor though. Yeah, me too. I'm six foot one widthwise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also concerned. I don't have a sense like who have you been watching sleep, Mac? I, I I'm a little unnerved. Move the camera. I'm going to take it. He moved the camera. Today is July 4th. Happy America Day or whatever. And uh, we're going to have a bit of a different episode, if you didn't already pick up on that. We will be talking about one piece of hockey news, but uh, for the most part, there was absolutely nothing this week. So the brilliant minds that get off the ice figured, let's have a game show. So following this piece of hockey news, we are going to be diving headfirst into a series of difficult, challenging, and downright stupid games that will see Keith and Steve pitted against one another unless they otherwise choose to play together. But first, we do need to talk about what actually happened in hockey this week. Hub cities were all but decided. Yes, the most popular debate on this uh, uh, podcast comes back. Toronto and Edmonton have basically been leaked to be confirmed hub cities. Vegas totally blew their lead. At least they know how that feels considering last year's first round against San Jose. Um, but they were they had basically got uh, knocked out of the running because their COVID numbers were getting too far high. And uh, from what I read, that wasn't as much the issue as uh, hotel people or hotel employees actually getting the virus, which would obviously compromise the bubble. Furthermore, uh, another uh, sub part to this discussion was uh, whether East teams would play in the East and West teams in the West. I strongly disagreed. Steve strongly agreed. And they obviously listen to the bald man because it seems as though Eastern teams will be playing out of Toronto and Western teams out of Edmonton. Steve, lead us off. What do you think of the picks, how this format is going to go and so on and so forth? What are are your thoughts? I just want to start off by saying there's wisdom in baldness. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm okay with this. Like the way that the virus has progressed in the States kind of makes any options there just unfeasible. So having two Canadian cities, um, I think it's, it's fine. I'm not huge on Toronto just because from what I know, they're one of the worst places for the virus in Canada. Uh, I think Edmonton's a great pick though. I think, I think it'll work out pretty well. Yeah, no, I got to agree with Steve. Unless you do something similar to the NBA where they're taking over an entire amusement park and, bubbling all their players, it'd be impossible to have any sort of safe zone down there right now. 
One of my favorite parts to all this is the idea that Western Conference teams and players were kind of getting all excited, like, oh, yeah, we're going to get to stay at, like, the MGM Grand and all that, and we're going to have all the amenities that comes with being in Vegas, and now they're like, nah, you're going to Edmonton. And then the players, like, sadly are like, oh, well, at, at least there's the Rocky Mountains. And every Edmonton fan says, yes, yes, there are. And then Calgary fans remind them that the Rocky Mountains are four hours away from Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a change of pace. Um, but what I, I do, and like, I know they ended up siding with the wise bald man, but I do still see... Um, a, not an issue, but a problem, a problem of fairness in Edmonton playing in their home arena and Toronto playing in their home arena. I, I know that it's not all that big, especially with no fans, which kind of gives care, the Arizona Coyotes an edge since then they already are used to playing in front of no one. But I think there's like a genuine conversation to have there about why didn't they just switch them up? And I know Steve is going to say the time zones, but... I think over the past couple of weeks, I've been sending you a bunch of articles and clips about how the NHL would just play the Western city on an Eastern time zone and vice versa. But ah, yes, and I ignored everyone. Ah, yes. So Keith, since you weren't uh, didn't have too much uh, investment in that discussion, what are your kind of thoughts on that? To me, I don't see what the big deal is. It is going to be an empty arena. You won't have the fans behind you. I assume they're not going to play or use a goal horn or any type of music for when a home team scores and not the away team. Either you do it for both or you do it for neither. So I think the fact that Edmonton will have will be in their home city and same with Toronto, it's not going to make too much of a difference. Steve? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it really matters. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> It's not like he came to some revelation. I will say the yeah. NHL was making uh, some efforts to address what a lot of people did actually think was this issue. Like, I heard rumors that Toronto would never be in the home uh, dressing room, that they'll always be uh, coming out of the away dressing room and getting changed there. Obviously, uh, the Toronto players and the Edmonton players will be uh, required to live in the bubble same as all the other teams. They won't be permitted to live at home and all that. So there was at least something there. So I wasn't uh, totally off base with my, with my concerns, but that's I, enough of that. Cause let's be on. Okay. Unless Steve, wants no, no, to no, 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 it's fine. It's good. Okay. Cause I thought we all just wanted to get to the game show part. Paul <laughs> insert excited uh, fan people because these guys aren't going to do it for me. Nope. Not at all. Never. Yay, so hopefully Paul inserted, you know, like a bunch of people cheering. Otherwise, I'm going to look like an idiot. So, as I mentioned, we got four quizzes for these guys today. They have no idea what they're about to get into, but I'm going to let them pick purely based off of title. We're going to go through all four anyway, but let's see let's see where they where they want to start. The first quiz name is Name That Year. Very cryptic title. I take great creative pride in that one. The second one is Actual NHL. Or made up bullshit. I take less creative um, uh, liberties on that one. The third one is where are they now? And we may end off, or we could start with who could have got them. So, guys, you guys can 
briefly discuss which which one did you want to start with i think we should leave actual nhl or made a bullshit till the end because that just sounds fun it does sound fun not so, gonna lie i was really hoping you guys to say that one for the end <laughs> yay okay um i'll let keith take the first one um well let's go with what year was it <laughs> all right is that because that was the only one you can remember besides the bullshit name it was indeed yep I love it. Alrighty, so name that year. This is a best of three series, so this is, I think, the only one that does actually have to be head-to-head. So you guys will be playing against one another. Obviously, you guys can figure out the purpose of the game is to correctly name the season. So not the season as in 2010, but I would need 2009-2010 as the specific season, because 2010 could serve as two years. So I will need that. The clues that you will be getting is I will be telling you a player and a team he played on. Now, the team that I'm associating with the player, in this season, he played his first year with that team. Now, don't be too worried. I usually chose players on teams that you generally wouldn't uh, associate them with. So I'm not going to say, like, Joe Sack at Colorado, because that gives you a lot of time to work with. Um, and, well, I guess it's just the first year, but still. So how the structure will be is... Uh, someone will start. So let's say it's Steve. If Steve is guessing first, I'll give him the first name and the first team. He'll guess a year and I'll say yes or no. If he gets it wrong, then Keith will get the opportunity to guess. If he gets it wrong, then we'll move to the next player. So on and so forth. It's a best of three. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Sure. The optimism is palatable. Who would like the first guess here? I'll give that to Steve. Oh, thanks. All right. Steve, what season? Did Alexei Kovalev play with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Oh, God. I don't even know when his career was. Now you can just take a random guess, too. How old is he? Can I, can I ask that? Yes. But I also, yeah, just in case, because Paul asked a stupid question last time we did quiz. No, you can't look anything up. That kind well, of defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexei Kovalev is not playing. He's, he's, Obviously. Now, he's retired. Um, just quickly check because I don't I don't know. He is 47. 47, okay. Oh so, But hmm. given that he's known for playing a lot of his career with the Canadians, this is likely after his prime. Yes. I am going to say 2002-2003. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't think that was right. Keith, when, when, when do you think Alexei Kovalev played with Pittsburgh? So I have a bit of an advantage here as the one-time great Alexei Kovalev was an Ottawa senator. I knew a bit about him, and I'm confident this was 98-99. Incorrect. Ooh. All right. Incorrect. Um, All right. No, no, no. So now. now, Steve, in the same year that Kovalev was a Pittsburgh Penguin, Brian McCabe, former Leaf, was Wait, do we not get Ranger. the answer? No, I have many to these. So for this year, I have six players alone. So unless we get to the end, we're going to keep on going on this one year until, until you guys get it. So you're going to have a, a buildup of, of clues. So now you know okay. that Alexei Kovalev was a Pittsburgh Penguin in this year and that it wasn't 2002-03 or 98-99. Now you also know that Brian McCabe was a Ranger this year. And again, that's kind of the whole trend of this is players that weren't, that are on their unauth- on, unorthodox team. Sorry. So Steve, when did Brian McCabe play with the Rangers? Is that after he was a Leaf? Yeah, I want to say yeah. After he was a Leaf, indeed. So, oh, is it a lot later? Could be. 
Could be. Lockout was 0405. Yes, it was. I'm going to say 0506. 0506 is the guess, and 0506 is the miss as well. But I will say you're getting closer. Keith, Brian Ooh. McCabe, New York Ranger. Uh, 2010, 2011 seems right. Jesus. It seems right because it is right. Yeah, okay. Keith, wow. I didn't expect you guys to get it that quick. Well done. Is there? Was that just more of a random uh, a shot in the dark? Or no, was this was when I was going into grade 10 and I was chirping my good friend at the time who was also a Leafs fan about how one of his favorite former players is continually moving on from the Leafs. Well, I have to admit that uh, we had a quick substitution today. So Keith stepped in, but for that reason, and this is why I'm saying this, um, the next two players for that 2010-2011 year was both were for the Ottawa Senators. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting a Sens fan to be on today. So uh, I'm sorry, Steve, but I think you were at a bit of a disadvantage on the first one. But No, that's there, fair. There's no more Ottawa. And for the record, it was Curtis McElhaney's year with the Sens. Sergey Gonchar starting with the Sens. Then Clark MacArthur with the Leafs and Chris Versteeg with Philly. So you see we have a lot of options. So we'll move on to the next year. Keith, when did my former favorite player, Ryan Smith, Ryan play, Smith. play for the New York Islanders? Like this is the Ryan Smith formerly of Edmonton, right? Yes, yes. Because this, this is a pretty generic sounding name. Smith, um, S-M-Y-T-H, not I. He spent the good part of his career in Edmonton. So, I think he left at the trade. Does it count if he moved mid-season, or do you want his first full year? No, no, no. Mid-season counts. Was it 06, 07? Wow. Yes, it was. Right. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job, Steve. I'm proud of you. I, I did a lot of work there, and I think, uh, I think Keith's win only became because of my hard work. You know what? You did, the, you did the legwork, Steve. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Other players to move to start seasons with that or start new start with new uh, to, to play with other teams. Peter Forsberg with Nashville. Pronger. Oh, I forgot that happened. Right. Pronger with the Ducks. Luongo's first year in Vancouver. Brandon Shanahan's first year with the Rangers. And someone who we talked about in the pre-podcast meeting, Mike Ribeiro with Dallas. Odd. <laughs> you would have gotten it if we got there, Steve. Alrighty. Well, Keith has won this one, but we'll play the last one anyway. So, Steve, do you remember when Kimo Timonen was a Chicago Blackhawk? Oh. Oh. That was the year they loaded up, wasn't it? Maybe. Maybe not. I can't really answer questions. No, I'm, I'm just talking out loud. Um, oh, is that 2011? 2011-2012. 2011-2012 is the guess. 2011-2012 is unfortunately not right. Yeah. Keith. When did Kimo team in play with Chicago? Oh, I think Steve was close. I want to say he was a bit late, though. Was it 09-10? That might be him. Goddamn, Keith. You're wrong, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steve. This yes. one, I didn't make this one easy. <laughs> this next one. When did Thomas Vanek <laughs> play for anyone? <laughs> nah. Specifically, Minnesota. Minnesota. I know. He played for so many teams. He moved around so much. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like Keith and I are like really close. So I'm going to go 2010, 2011. I'm glad you said that 
because obviously 20, uh, 2010, 2011 was the first answer, but I was re- I was thinking about doubling up, making it two different or two answers the same year. But unfortunately, I didn't because I try not to be too much of a jackass. <laughs> You're right, I don't try. <laughs> Keith? <laughs> Man, I kind of want to say the same thing Steve did. Oh, geez. Thomas Vanek, he was on... For some reason, I just picture him on Detroit, even yeah. though I don't oh. think he even spent time there, did he? Yep, yep, he did. I, I picture him on Columbus, because even though he spent, like, I think half a year there, I don't know why. I'm still He's a Buffalo still- guy. Yeah, that's fair. That's, yeah. Okay, let's go 14-15. Was that after Chicago's prime, where Tiemann landed with them? That was Chicago's last cup, and that was the hint... And Keith does get the clean sweep because mm. Tiemann was the vet on that Chicago team. And Taves, he, got, he was like the first person to get the cop after Taves. That was, that was the year that they, they loaded up though, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they, yeah, they, well, they had that crazy team from 09-10. Mm. Um, and then 2013, well, their 2013 team was ridiculous, but then they went out of their way to get players for the 14-15 season, like Vermette and yeah. uh, teaming in and all that. Oh, I miss so Vermette. well done. Other players that started season or started with new teams that year were Dan Boyle. Remember that longtime shark? He was a ranger. I forgot about that. Paul Stasny was a blue for the first time that year. Mark Stone was a sen in his rookie year. Ah, see, it doesn't all have to be. I went start a career for that one. And opposite of Mark Stone, Jerome McGinla started with the Colorado Avalanche that year. So that is name that year. Well done, gentlemen. It was a it was a it was a quiz. <laughs> We're a team. So, what do you guys want to do next? I can recap what your options are. Yes, please. Yeah, that'll be needed. Yeah. <laughs> Actual NHL or made up bullshit? Which is going to be last. Where are they now? Or who could have got them? Let's go with who could have got them. Who could have got them it is. So, for who could have got them, you guys are going to try and guess who originally owned the pick that this player was taken with. Mm, interesting. Now, we'll try and go a little quicker. Um, because I have, I went through every draft year from 97 to 2019. So, and I have one from each year and they're usually in the top 10. I had, there's a, there was a string of like number one overalls. Interesting. So, uh, you guys can work together on this one if you want, or you guys can be against each other. It's up to you. I'm good to work together, Steve. Yeah, let's do it. I'd like to win one of these. So again, how the format is, I'll give you the player in the year they were drafted. And you guys try and give me the team that owned the draft pick that they were drafted by. So let's say, for instance, uh, this guy is not part of it, but Tyler Sagan. We know he was drafted by uh, Boston, but the team that originally owned the pick was the Toronto Maple Leafs. So Toronto Maple Leafs would be the answer. I'll give you guys half points if there are multiple like uh, teams. Like if it went through a chain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like... I forget which pick it was, but there was one pick I was looking at not too long ago that went through, I think, six different teams. Um, and it was like a pretty, it was a pretty good player. I really can't remember who. So if you, if you name one of the teams, I'll give you a half point. So let's kick this off. Oh, one quick thing. 
not every there are some trick questions so if i said matthews you know he's taken with the leafs something i would try to i try and make it so that you guys have so it's not always someone that uh that is different or or otherwise not known 1997 gentlemen the most incredible player in the world jerome mcginless taken 11th overall who owned the pick who i'll be honest i'm not great with this stuff I'm not great at 97? Yeah. Oh, so it's not Vegas. Okay, that's my contribution. It could be Atlanta. Oh, God, I forgot about Atlanta. <laughs> it's not Atlanta, I'll tell you that. Hmm. I don't even know who the other 10, the team, ten teams are. 97 was a good are. draft year, wasn't it? Wasn't that Marlowe and Thornton? Um, no, they were like 99. Yes, 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 it was. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. All right, let's. Uh, you guys can just toss out uh, a team name. The because, Ottawa Senators. Yeah, because I mean, the, early on, this is more for fascination. The fact that man, they they traded a lot of top five picks or top ten picks. But uh, as we get further into the years, I think you guys will definitely be doing better. Is um, the Ottawa Senators your locked in pick? Yeah. Sure. Not quite. Do you guys know who Aginla was picked by? I don't actually. No, because it wasn't Calgary. Nope, it was the Dallas Stars. Oh. It was a Dallas Stars pick. Well, they messed that up yep. by, trade, by trading them. Next, 1998, number one overall, Vincent LeCavalier. Who owned the pick? He was a flyer late, late in his career. Lightning most of it. I think Lightning picked him, but they did not own that pick originally. I think this is part of the, like, I remember seeing on TSN years ago about just a cluster of horrible trades and draft mistakes that the Islanders made. And I want to say this is one of the beginning ones. So it's locking Islanders. Let's do it. I love that guess, but unfortunately it is incorrect, but uh, you had a couple options here because the pick on its way to Tampa Bay went through San Jose, but originally it was their cross-state rivals, the Florida Panthers. Ah. 1999, you can picture it, his undone fun. tie, Brian Burke, working his magic on the draft floor, trying to get two twin brothers, and he manages to succeed. But he has to negotiate with one team to try and get that second overall <sighs> pick to choose Daniel Sedin. Who did it belong to? Steve, I'm pretty confident that Max already told us this answer. I think it's Atlanta. You think so? I think so. All right. I trust you. Trust is a beautiful thing. The Atlanta Thrashers were Brian Burke negotiating partner. Well done, gentlemen. 2000, there wasn't all that many trades at top. Well, that's less exciting. But maybe the oldest player we'll have, just, well, obviously not because there are some players. But either way, Justin Williams. Known old guy was picked 28th overall. Renowned old guy. Okay. He is from Coburg, so that, that might be near and dear to Steve's heart. Anyway. Hey. Who? Because Coburg's not that far from your hometown. Okay. I, we're getting, who, who, who owned the pick? Who, who could have picked Justin Williams? <laughs> He's been on a lot of teams. Who was he even drafted by? I have no idea. I don't know either. Because it's so early, I'll let you guys know that he was drafted by the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh. Oh. Do you think 
Steve, do you think Mac is trying to throw us off and Philly is the right answer? I really want to say yes. Huh. No, I think he did allude to it. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll lock in Philly. I think he's trying to be a tricky devil. Before you assumed that I was going to be a jackass and interrupted me, I was going to say, and the answer is not Philly. <laughs> <laughs> the answer actually was uh, Tampa Bay. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. You'll actually notice there's a lot of teams that kind of make 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 their entrance here, like or have multiple entries. Sorry, that's what I meant here. Like I, yeah, there's there's a couple. It's weird. All right, Steve, you may have to defer to your partner on this one because at number two overall in 2001, who owned the Jason Spezza pick? Oh, I think I know this one. Was this the one that I was referring to earlier? How the Islanders. Uh, just make mistake after mistake. I'm just I'm, putting a I'm putting a check mark. It was <laughs> the Islanders. Don't quiz Keith on Sen's history. Don't quiz Keith. He's he's too good. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> I wonder what I could know if I just forgot all of this other stuff. No, that's that's a sad. Maybe something I, I, I sometimes think about that. Don't worry about it. Just you'll be happier if you don't worry about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Two thousand and two. I did not know he was not taken with their pick. Number one overall, Rick Nash. And I guess I gave you a clue that it is not the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hmm. First overall See, what's pick. your gut telling you? Who would trade a first overall pick? My gut's telling me to think back on what Max said about people repeating. Ooh. I would like to reiterate that people repeat in this list. <laughs> I'm basically <laughs> confirming Steve's suspicion. This may or may not be a team that we've already mentioned. I don't think it would be Islanders. I don't think think it's Tampa Tampa Bay. Yeah, let's go Florida then. Yeah, let's go Florida. That's two in a row. The Florida Panthers. And I'll be fair, they swapped the first for the third. So they got Jay Bomeister out of that draft. Okay, so it wasn't a complete meltdown. Yeah, exactly. 2003, number one overall, Mark Andre Fleury. Wow, so many trades for the first right, overall really? pick. I had no idea this happened. I know. It's it's bizarre. So yeah, and I yeah, I also didn't know Pittsburgh picked them with something that wasn't their original pick. Whose pick did they use to select Mark Andre Fleury in two thousand three guys? I think I actually know this one. I think this is another Florida one, or am I being crazy? Steve? Do you think they had back to back and traded both times? I think they did. All right. That's a bold mood, Cotton. Bold See how it works mood. out for them. And just like in that dodgeball story, it does work out for them. Oh. The Florida okay. Panthers thus far have owned three number one overall picks and didn't you do anything with them. So they could have had Rick Nash and Marc-Andre Fleury. And Vincent for, Yeah, the prize of their careers. Whew. And still no one would go watch them. No, yeah. absolutely 2004. No one at the top of the draft got really traded. A few people were good, obviously, besides Ovechkin and Malkin. So I had to dig deep for this one at 258th overall. Oh, boy. Who owned the Pekka Rene pick? Huh. Yeah. Sorry. Well, uh, first off, he was such a steal. Yeah. Right. Like This is one of those picks, though, that they get tossed around in, like, trades as, like, additional so often. What's your gut instinct, Steve? That's what we're going with. I kind of want to just keep it at Nashville. 
You think it's a tricky one from Mac? I think so. Yeah, let's do it. The Nashville Predators is not. Uh, I like the thought. It's another recurring team. The Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, their goalie situation was fine enough. They didn't get too... No. Moving on. 2005, guys. Number eight overall. One-time 50-goal scorer, Devin Sedaguchi. He was a number eight overall pick, eh? I mean, he did score 50 goals, so like that's pretty good. Was he drafted by the Wild? I think he ended up there. Yeah. Uh, no, I have I have a picture of him in my mind just with, like, the Coyotes, too. Or, Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Is this another repeat, Mac? Can you tell us that? Just for fun. Yes, it is another repeat. <laughs> so we have Florida. It's not Florida, though, because they, they've only had three. It's not the Islanders. Um, I don't think it's Tampa. No, I want to say Atlanta again. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's do it. The gentlemen are working on their clues. It is Atlanta. Well done. Nice. Yeah, Atlanta, I'm sure, could have been better if they had, you know, kept Daniel Sedin and Devin Setaguchi to play. You might be onto something there. Who did they trade the pick to? Uh, San Jose. San Jose picked them. San Jose, okay. Mm, Yeah. 2006. Number six overall, Derek Brassard. I did not know he was a top six pick. That seems like a waste. Who do you guys think? He was with the Rangers for a while, but was he drafted there? I do not know. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to saying Islanders again, but I'm also not confident in that. I don't want to say the Rangers, but that might not be smart. I might just be overthinking Mac. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a yes, Uh, we're overthinking you, or yes, it's the Rangers? Yes, you're overthinking. Okay, let's go with the Islanders then. The Islanders and the Rangers are incorrect. Derek Broussard was drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets, who originally Uh, owned the pick. Interesting. All righty. We are getting a new team in here, <laughs> which lit, which leads you, or which lets you know that Logan Couture being drafted by San Jose was not their original pick in 2007 at ninth overall. So who did it belong to? And it hasn't belonged to anyone we've even discussed. Because for Columbus specifically, or for this last one, I was going to say we've mentioned it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a repeat because Columbus never owned one of the picks we've been talking about, but they were mentioned in the Rick Nash thing. But we have not even brought up this team yet, the team that owned the Couture pick. What do you guys think? That's a lot of teams. It's actually less than you think. We've talked about a lot of teams. I don't think it would be interconference or within the conference. I think you're going to hate me for this, but I'm 98% sure I know the answer. Do you think it's the Leafs? Oh, no, not at all. Oh. I think it's the St. Louis Blues, largely because my former roommate is a massive Sharks fan, and he always made out this trade to be the second best trade the Sharks ever made. All right. And I think it was from the St. Louis Blues. Keith pulling, again, more slum draft, slum, yeah, slum draft millionaire stuff. Yes, it is the St. Louis Blues. In a recurring fashion, 2008, Josh Bailey at ninth overall. Who owned the pick? Did the Sens make this pick of Josh Bailey? I don't know. I think the Sens were involved somehow. Huh. Let's go with your gut. No, I'm not confident in this at all. I think there was another Bailey that the Sens were involved with, and I don't think... 
Are you talking about Bailey, the Kings mascot? That is, ex- yeah. How did you know? I'm so smart. All right. What team are you guys locking in here? Yeah, sure, the Sens. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. In a stunning display of complete ineptitude, the Florida Panthers feature prominently once again. Of course. That, yeah, should have defaulted. Yeah, <laughs> that's really the <laughs> default. I'll give you the hint that they don't show up anymore. So I guess they kind of got their act together. But yeah, they traded it to Nashville, who traded it to the Islanders, who made the pick. Kyle Palmieri, 26th overall in 2009. 2009, they didn't, they didn't trade too much. Can you, you repeat that? Can you repeat Can you repeat it all? Kyle Palmieri was drafted by Anaheim in 2009, number 26 overall. Huh. Mm. You know, I don't think we've had a super long chain one yet, Steve. I think this is going to be one of the ones where it goes through everybody. Yeah? Yeah. So I feel like if we just say any team, we've got a decent shot. Okay. I don't think it was I don't think we should include New Jersey in that though. Oh. Um I'm good with I wanna say San Jose for some reason. I wanna say Edmonton for some reason. Alright, let's go Edmonton. It's Edmonton not smart to go with me. Close, but only close because it was San Jose who traded it to Tampa, who traded it to Ottawa, who traded it to the Islanders, who traded it to Columbus, who traded it to the Anaheim Ducks. It was a long chain. Damn. I was thinking we were due for one. <laughs> hey, Keith. Yeah? Who owned the Tarasenko pick in 2020? The Ottawa Senators. Yes, they did. <laughs> they traded it for all-star David Runblad. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Figured we'd get an easy answer out of that one. Which, out to the Sens' credit, they turned Runblad into Turris, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, at least, I think he was part of that deal. So not the main focal point, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was. A, well, he wasn't like a. He wasn't just a throw-in, right? He was a little exactly. Bit yeah. So, yeah, not, not too bad. Sean but Couturier imagine. at number eight overall in 2011. Sean drafted by the Flyers. I think this was the year that the Sens picked up Zabanajad from the Rangers. No, 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 no. drafting. Oh, yeah. Zabanajad was. I'm pretty sure ninth overall to Ottawa. I think he was right around that Couturier pick, but a bit higher even. Um, hmm. Couturier. I feel like a lot of these are very obscure. Just like they're 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 done with when the picks are being handled, but you don't really think of the player being drafted. Not sure what you mean by that, Steve. I don't know what I mean by it either. That's good. That's gonna be a fun thing to re-listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get drafted get by Philly, and I'm gonna say that. You said the Panthers aren't on here anymore, so let's go with the Islanders. I like the guess. It was a recurring team. It was the Columbus Blue Jackets. Interesting. A division rival, so that's got to suck. That's got to sting. 2012, 11th overall, Philip Forsberg. Ooh, I think I know this one. Um, he was drafted by Washington, wasn't he? And I'm pretty sure that came... No, I think... Hmm. Like the three teams that are surrounding him are Colorado, Washington, and Nashville. But I think the original pick belonged to Colorado, and Washington traded a goalie for him. Honestly, that sounds right. Mac? Steve, it sounds right, because it is right. Colorado owned the pick taken or used to take Philip Forsberg. 2013, Anthony Mantha 
And it's a team we've mentioned, but they haven't been the source of a pick. Okay. So, so who did Detroit get the pick from? Huh. Oh, he was number 20th overall in 2013, by the way. If I didn't say that. I'm good with just Detroit, honestly. How, we haven't mentioned Detroit, have we? Yeah, I don't think so. Let's see, who have we mentioned? We mentioned Edmonton. We've mentioned the Rangers. I kind of want to say the Rangers. Let's go with the Rangers. I mean, when I said he was drafted by Detroit, in there I mentioned him, or I mentioned them, and then... Are you... No, it's... it's <laughs> I but I'm not, say. But I'm not yeah. that cheeky. Um, I thought they'd get this because of Keith's weird slum draft millionaire stuff, but uh, it's San Jose. Huh. Oh. Yep. 2014, number nine overall, Nikolai Ehlers who owned the pick that we all know Winnipeg drafted him with. Huh. The only thing that's coming to mind is Atlanta, which is impossible at this point. So, Steve, I might not be the best frame of reference on this one. I just want to say, I kind of want to say that it was Winnipeg's. You think this is another original? Have we had many originals besides the the first one? Yeah, let's go with Winnipeg. How dare you disrespect Derek Broussard like that? He was an original. Oh. But so is Nikolai Ehlers. Well done. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Calling the bluff. Calling the bluff. This one's for you, Aaron. Matt Barzal. <laughs> 2015, number 16 overall. Who owned the pick that the Islanders drafted him with? I want to say Boston. No, I think the shout out to Aaron makes it Edmonton. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Barzal's pick is well known for coming from Edmonton. But what people is it the same year? Is that it didn't originate in Edmonton? So you guys get half a point for that, but you would have gotten full marks for knowing that it was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ooh, right? That's that heartbreaking. Now I think it was—I forget which deal, but I, part of me thinks it was for the Justin Schultz deal, but I could be wrong. Or was he a free agent? I don't know. Who cares? Let's move on. 2016, number seven overall, Clayton Keller. Ooh, I think this one, where did the Sens pick this year? Because I thought Clayton Keller was, like, close to what they could have gotten. Yeah, I think this is the year the Sens picked up Logan Brown, but I wanted them to grab Keller. I like that you base everything off of when the Sens drafted. (laughs) All I know, Steve, it's all I know. Couturier was around when the Sens drafted. You know what? I stand by my methods. So far, so good. Hey, it works, it works. Yeah. I think this is just Arizona's pick. Yeah, it could be. They're going streaking. Arizona is the original pick. Eric Brandstrom, 2017, 15th overall. Who was he drafted by Vegas? Vegas? I think he was drafted by Vegas, but I don't know. I'll tell you I'll tell you that the pick was not originally Vegas's, and they got it in a deal during the expansion draft. Good thing they didn't make many of those. That'll make it easy to take them down. <laughs> Oh, um, first round pick? Yes, 15th overall. 15th overall. Okay. Um, I got no clue, so I'm willing to go default to Islanders again. They fleeced. Well, they, didn't they get a first round pick from Pittsburgh that year? They also did from Dallas and like a bunch of teams. So I've got, like, Steve, if you got a gut instinct on this one, it is all you. Let's go with Dallas. The New York Islanders traded oh. them a pick. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the Mikhail Grabowski contract. He's he went to Vegas. 
I'm pretty sure it was the Grabowski contract. If not, it was some other contract. But uh, say, hey, Steve, who originally owned the Rasmus Sandin pick? 29th overall, 2018. Who did we trade down for? Oh, but I'm the one who bases everything off my favorite team, so that makes me weird. The Leafs (laughs) drafted him. (laughs) Uh, I kind of want to say San Jose, but I don't think that's right. Sorry, I'm just thinking of Paul last week when Aaron was like, uh, or when Paul said, uh, Edmonton. (laughs) All right. Uh, Are you sticking with San Jose, guys? Sure thing. Yeah, the, the silence was good confirmation. Yeah. Toronto traded down with the St. Louis Blues. Oh. Pick. Come on, Steve. But the Blues had gotten their pick from the set. No, from Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> so Winnipeg originally owned the Rasmus Sandin pick. And finally, let's head back to Winnipeg, guys. Who owned the Vili Hainola pick from 2019, number 20th overall? We know that he was drafted by Winnipeg. I didn't go 2020 because, you know, there isn't a draft yet. So, who owned the Winnipeg pick? Thanks for not making stuff up for the 2020 draft. We appreciate it. Um, this was the Rangers, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. I honestly don't even recognize the player name. The pick did come from the Rangers in the Truba deal, but... <laughs> In a different Truba deal, Winnipeg had originally given that pick to the Rangers and then reacquired it. So it was so, technically their own pick? So Winnipeg drafted Vili Hainola with their own pick that they temporarily gave to the Rangers. Well, fine. <laughs> and that, well, we'll do the last one. Alexi Lafreniere, number one overall, 2020. Who originally owned the pick? Team E. Team E. Incorrect. It was the Chicago Blackhawks. (laughs) All right. Well done. You guys got 11 and a half out of, I don't want to do the math. Like, I think you guys got about 50%. That's pretty good. You know what? I'll I'll take it. Yeah. Keith will take it. Now, judging by the fact that there's a quiz that you want to keep till last and a quiz that you don't want to keep till last, I figure we'll go with the one that you don't want to keep till last. You're a smart man. Look at me. I like the way you think. This one's going to be a little harder, but I believe in you guys. Where are they now? Former NHLers that played in the AHL this past season. So I'm going to give you guys a former NHL player or just a former well-known player. And you guys will try and tell me which organization he's in. So he definitely played for an AHL team, but I recognize that naming AHL teams can be pretty difficult. So if you give me the NHL affiliate, then I will... And then I'll, get, I'll give you the point. Um, you guys can work together or be against each other. Um, but nevertheless, after every guess, either by if you guys are working together by both of you or against each other, then each of you, I will narrow down conference and then division. And then you guys will have to get in there. Div- sorry, conference division with their NHL affiliate. So do you guys want to work together or separate? Together, Steve? Yeah. We're the three best friends that and- anyone ever had starting off who had two best friends with the New York Islanders when he scored three or 30 goals three different times, Matt Molson. Where is he located now? Ooh. Matt Molson. I want to say Montreal or Minnesota. I want to say Minnesota. Let's go Minnesota. Wrong conference. Oh. And Montreal? Uh, if, I, if, I sound, <laughs> if I sound pompous, I, I mean, I didn't know this stuff until I looked it up, so I'm literally just trying to make it a little quicker and easier for you guys. Uh, Montreal is wrong division. Hmm. 
Steve, what are the chances he went back to the Islanders? I would say one in eight because I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, let's go with that. No, seven teams uh, left. Let's go. One of the clues, I guess. A better top half, top half in quality. So we got the Rangers. The Rangers are not top half in quality in the Metro. <laughs> uh, Washington. And what is their AHL affiliate? Uh-huh. I have no idea. Correct. The Hershey Bears. You guys are so smart. <laughs> Yay. All right. Brother to Connor, Sam Carrick. We actually almost acquired Sam Carrick. Sorry, we as in the Leafs. Almost acquired yes. Sam Carrick at one point. I forget. It was for the Daniel Winnick, I think. But, but either way, throw out a team. Phoenix or Arizona. Oh, you're right. You just want to screw with my divisions, don't you? <laughs> but luckily, now I know that is the right division. Ooh, the wrong, wrong team. team? Yeah. Come on. It would be pretty nuts if you just randomly shot in the dark and got it. That'd yeah. be hilarious. Um, right division, wrong team. Coyotes are in Nashville. Steve does not know his divisions. I don't. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I got it wrong too. So I'll, I guess to that I'll say wrong division. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Max. You're welcome. Um, Let's go top half alphabetically for the right division. Hmm. See, I'm avoiding saying anything because I also do not know my divisions. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Who's in the Pacific Division? LA. They are in the Pacific Division. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Sam Carrick does not play in the LA organization. <laughs> Who else is in the Pacific Division? <laughs> and you said it was top half al- alphabetically? I did. Huh. Um, well, it's none of the California. Anaheim. No. And who is their affiliate? Yeah, Steve, why are you saying no? They're not yeah, top half. Oh, I thought you meant to Alphabetically. I was still thinking quality. And what is their affiliate? Yep. Correct. Birds. The San Diego Gulls is where Sam Carrick plays. The Gulls? The Gulls. Gulls. Oh. It's a type of bird. I, I thought you were saying goals, and that'd be the equivalent of naming a football team the touchdowns, which would be fine, I guess. Alrighty. I don't Brother get why you're... to Braden, where does Luke Shen play? Ooh. Ooh. Steve, I'm counting on you for this one. I actually knew this one because I got a notification about when he signed. He signed with oh. the NHL team, but he didn't make much of the roster. He did play with them, though, this year. Let's go St. Louis. Wrong conference. Really? He's back in the East? Yeah. Uh, let's go Montreal. No. Right division, wrong team. Ooh, Tampa? Whose uh, affiliate is? Yes. Field the goals. Syracuse Crunch. Well done, guys. Yes, I can't believe Tampa. we're getting all these. Really? You guys are nuts. All right, I mean, former we... Team Canada uh, World Junior goaltender, Dustin Tokarski. Ooh. And, and former uh, Montreal Canadian. Former, so not with Montreal. Your your observations are astute. I am very smart. <laughs> Can we clip that and just play it? Can we have a sound drop for that? Hey, <laughs> I don't know if our editing's advanced enough. So, Paul, do your best. But if not, I mean, you can cut this out or leave it in. We all just kind of sound like dopes. Anyway, yeah, where's Dustin Tikarski? <laughs> Boy, we suck um... at podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's go San Jose. Wrong conference. Washington. Right division. Wrong team. Pittsburgh? No. Whose affiliate? Wait, <laughs> what? Keith always says no. Sorry, Steve <laughs> always says no when Keith gets it right. <laughs> and what's Pittsburgh's affiliate? Uh, that, yeah, sure. Have you guys seen The Office? Scranton. The Scrant or the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Yes, you guys actually did get one of the teams, kind of. All right, we'll do two more. I'm sorry, we've gotten all the teams. Thank you. Okay, let's just try this again. Hey, Steve, who is Washington's <laughs> affiliate? Yes. You know, they were the first answer. Do you, who was Anaheim's affiliate? Oh, that was the San Diego Gulls. Tampa? Syracuse Crunch. Oh, okay, see, you're three out of four. And Hershey Bears. Oh, okay. Then why did you pause? <laughs> I forgot. Okay, former Toronto Maple Leaf Chris Versteeg. Who did he play with this year? I want to say Chicago. No, I don't think Who's, so. You guys suck. You guys are bad teammates. <laughs> Whose affiliate is? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. The Rockford Icehogs. Absolutely. Steve on the first. Ge- you guys are uncanny with getting the right answer and then the other person being like, no. Don't be stupid. Come on. And the last one. Let's see if we can finish off strong here. Brother to Ryan, Mr. Cal O'Reilly. I didn't know that he had a brother. I think yep, I played, I've never actually, heard this name. Let's go Calgary. I like that pick. No. Wrong conference. They played together in Buffalo, actually. Let's go Florida. I mean, I literally said Buffalo, but wrong division. Is it so Buffalo? No. Buffalo's, not, Buffalo's in the same division. All right. It's in the Metro division. Uh, Pittsburgh. No, but same state. Philly. <laughs> Whose affiliate is... <laughs> The Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Well done. You guys are so smart. It's almost like I didn't give you the answers. All right. So that brings us to a merciful end to our third quiz. Teen us up for the most anticipated one. Actual NHL or made up bullshit? Guys, I'm going to need you to play against each other for this one, but it really won't matter because when one person picks one thing, the other person has to pick the other. This is a true or false. I don't care who guesses first, but the person guessing second will have to take the other one. Basically, how it's going to work is I'm going to tell you guys a story. And at the end of the story, you guys will say whether or answer whether it's true or false. That's very simple. Now, I know other podcasts or hockey personalities have done this type of game before. But I would like to say that uh, the false answers are not like slight modifications of otherwise true ones. They're totally and entirely made up. So uh, there isn't any trick questions. All Either all facts are accurate or all facts are not facts. <laughs> so who would like the first guess on this number one? You know what? That's Steve's. Oh, right. thanks. Steve, you will answer true or false, and whichever one you don't, Keith has the honor of taking. But we will wait with bated breath to see what Keith chooses after Steve does. I'm not going to give years, but I will give teams. Los Angeles versus Montreal in Los Angeles. A chicken in a Kings jersey is thrown onto the ice during the first period. The game stops, but eventually Montreal goes on to win the game. The man who threw the chicken was arrested for a bunch of charges. And the arresting officer said that he was detained for, quote, foul play. When uh, arena workers were asked 
why the man wasn't arrested upon arriving with a live chicken. They cited a legal code describing that there are no restrictions to walking around with a chicken. Steve, is this true or is this from the depths of my dark mind? I'm going to say that this is from the depths of your dark mind. Keith, what are you going to pick? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say this is true. Keith, you are so smart. This is actually true. Really? A Los Angeles police officer made a pun. <laughs> Foul play. I found Come on, so Steve. Fun. You have to know oh, no, I laughed would want to use the pun. No, I thought Mac would yeah. use the pun. Yeah. That's why I picked this one first, because uh, I'm definitely a pun guy. So, But yep, this is true. Back in 1992, Montreal went on to win that game 7-6 in overtime. And yeah, the guy just, he was apparently upset with how the Kings were playing. And again, the arresting officer mentioned that he understood why he did what he did, although he just wasn't allowed to. So yeah, that's a pretty weird one. Keith, you'll be guessing first. New Jersey, I said that weird, versus the Hartford Whalers in Hartford. A Connecticut snowstorm stops three of four officials from getting to the game. The only official there takes an unusual tactic. He recruits an enforcer from each team. Teams then try to take advantage of their teammates now being uh, a referee. Seeing that the player that was just minutes ago on the Hartford or in the Hartford dressing room uh, dropping the puck for a draw, Ron Francis, centerman for the Hartford Whalers, took an illegal position, hoping that his referee friend would not catch him or call him on it. But the referee ended up throwing him out of the draw, which actually caused a bit of tension, apparently. Keith, did players officiate their own game? I do not think that happened. I 100% think that happened. Steve, do you actually think that happened? No. Well, it did. What? 1983, refs could not get to the game because of a snowstorm. So they literally had to get enforcers from each team. And Ron Francis literally did try to do that. That is true. Huh. Sounds like a nightmare of a game. Luckily, the refs were able to make it to the game by halfway through the second. So they just restored the teams after that. But yes, players did officiate their own game. Steve. Yeah. This is the depths of Max Brown. We're just more weird NHL. The Rangers versus Montreal in Montreal. Rangers goaltender Lorne Shabbat is injured during the first period of game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. With no options for a slew of reasons that I won't get into. And a background in goaltending, head coach Lester Patrick steps into the crease to finish the game. The Rangers were down one nothing in the series. They won that game 2-1 and go on to win the Stanley Cup. I'm going to say that's from the depths of your mind. And Keith? Well, I guess I'll say that's true. Keith, you are so smart. That is true. 1928, the Rangers head coach steps in as a goaltender, wins the game in overtime, and they go on to beat the Montreal Maroons in a five-game Stanley Cup final. Thus far, the person actually picking has gotten all of them. (laughs) So, Keith, break that streak. Canucks? versus the Flames in Calgary. Trevor Linden scores to put the Canucks up one midway through the second. But an angry Flames fan throws a banana peel on the ice immediately after the goal. In an effort to avoid the banana, Linden jumped to the side, obviously so that he wouldn't skate over it, and accidentally knocked over a ref who had his back turned to the play. 
This resulted in the ref giving Linden a five-minute misconduct, leading to Calgary's tying goal, which they eventually won overtime. I do not think this happened, Steve. Well, I don't either, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be a contrarian to Keith. No, it did not happen. Trevor Linden did not, never had to jump over a banana peel. Steve, you have the final serve. Ooh. Red Wings versus the Chicago Blackhawks. After flipping the puck into the zone, the puck landed firmly in the camera hole at the corner of the boards in the, in the Blackhawks end. Sorry, With the camera blocking the way, the puck ricocheted right to the slot where Chris Draper was there scoring the goal easily. After the game, players from both sides joked that the cameraman deserved an assist. So, the Red Wings signed camera operator Dennis Fuller to a one-day contract that would permit the NHL to credit him with an assist. And in that, he became the only person in NHL history to earn an NHL point without any time on the ice. I'm going to say that this is true. And Keith? I don't think this happened. Because you have to? No, I actually don't think it happened. Oh. Well, it did not. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that one is from the depths of my memory. I picked Dennis Fuller from a name generator. So, yeah, that's it. We've learned today that Florida sucks at drafting, specifically trading draft picks. We learned that we don't really know AHL teams. Not at all. Nope. That other thing, we didn't really learn much from the first quiz. No. And that chickens on the ace, players refing their own game, and coaches stepping in to win a Stanley Cup final game are all, frankly, normal in the NHL. But with If they happen once, it doesn't make them normal. Well, especially now with that, I'm going to end this goddamn episode. (laughs) Would you guys like to say anything more? Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Wash Keith's hands. Please, I need someone. Wow, that was that was a good thing to say until it really wasn't. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that really begs us to end the show. So we'll catch us on Mondays when we release our new episodes and check us out on getofftheice.com. I'm sorry that you had to listen to these two guys. Bye. <laughs> Be sure to check us out at getofftheice.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at getofftheice.